Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. I'm Kim Peek, coach and founder of Power of Run. Welcome to the first episode of my new podcast, Power Up Your Performance. I love running, triathlon, and discovering new ways to challenge my fitness. I'm a breast cancer survivor and a dog mom, and a mom to three girls who love theater and film. I enjoy traveling with my husband and kids, especially when that travel involves a sunny, sandy beach. I am fascinated by the psychology of exercise and wellness. What makes one person crave exercise or a kale salad while others experience a lifetime of starting and stopping and quitting and starting over and taking months and years off before they start all over again? Even if wellness isn't your jam and you're listening because you're my friend or my relative, hey, dad, you are listening out there, right? I hope you'll be intrigued and keep coming back. In my reading this morning, I found a piece of research from motivational psychologist Carol Dweck that said, approaching life with a genuine curiosity about making discoveries and learning new ways of doing things results in more internal motivation and greater persistence and resilience in the face of challenges. Isn't that something we all want, to learn to be more persistent and resilient in the face of challenges? Over the course of many episodes of this podcast, I hope to convince you that an active lifestyle has many benefits. But for now, I invite you to listen with curiosity and know that I'll bring you experts with people and experiences who can show you new ways of approaching health, wellness, and life. Let's jump into the story of how I even got to the point of starting a coaching business or thinking that having a podcast of my own was a good idea. I've always been active, but there was a time when I absolutely hated running. I mean, I hated it, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. How did I get from a place where I hated running and would rather eat chips and cookies to becoming a coach who considers herself a real food enthusiast? Let me start by telling you about my first 5K. It was a chilly April race starting at the Garmin headquarters in Olathe, Kansas. My friend Amy was running with me because she was the one who dragged me kicking and screaming into this crazy world of running. Now, during this first 5K, I was wearing sweatpants and we are running along this section of trail with this little bridge that makes a beautiful photo up. And there actually is a photographer who camps out on that bridge taking race photos. And, and I realized my pants are falling down because that year when I started running, weight just started melting off me. And I hadn't noticed that the pants that I chose that morning had suddenly become too big. Now, it would make a better story if I said that my pants fell down right as he snapped a picture. But fortunately, that is not what happened. I'm sure you can imagine the struggle, though, as I'm now running with one hand holding the waist up. And my arms are already tired because I had let my friends convince me that just for a 5K, because you know they were running longer distances and so it was just a 5K to them, it was fine to lift weights the day before. So we're running and running and my pants are falling down and my arms are tired and I keep begging Amy to let me walk. But we're so close to the finish line and I'm really wanting to just choke her, but that would take more energy than I had left at that point. And so I was miserable and cranky. And then when we came to the finish line, 
magically, life was all glitter and rainbows, and I was all smiles. And anyone who has ever run before knows what comes next. I was so hooked and so in love with running that I went home and started planning what my next race would be. Now, I like to tell this story because it's easy to assume that someone who loves running and fitness this much is naturally fit or athletic, but that is definitely not the case for me. As I mentioned, when I first started running in January of that year, I almost quit working with the trainer I had at the time because I could not stand the thought of running. We did a lot of strength training, and she decided her clients needed to improve their cardiovascular fitness. And that meant incorporating running laps around the track. Now, we are just talking about one-tenth of a mile at a time. But that was so hard for me. It hurt everywhere. And not the kind of hurt like, oh, you're going to injure yourself and be flat on your back for a month. Although at the time, the thought of being immobilized so that someone would have to wait on me might have sounded pretty appealing. I had young girls at that time. But this was more of a, this is totally uncomfortable and my legs are heavy and I feel like I have toddlers hanging on my legs and pulling on my arms because they don't want me to leave them with a babysitter. It just was so uncomfortable and I didn't like running. But the thing about our gym is that we had this amazing group of moms and all of our kids played in the nursery together while we worked out. In fact, our kids, our kids enjoyed this social time as much as we did. And there were days where my youngest daughter would come tell me in the morning that it was time to go to the gym because she knew that when we got there, there would be a whole bunch of friends for her to play with. And so because of this tribe of women, I stuck it out. I didn't quit. Now, in this group, I also had some friends who had run half marathons before. And on the days we weren't working out with the trainer, we would run before we did whatever group fitness class was offered that day. Usually we did a boot camp or a body pump style class. And while these moms would run on the treadmill, I would walk on the treadmill next to them and talk. But then one day I looked at them and I call them my hot mama friends. I looked at my hot mama friends and I was definitely envious because I was still carrying that 50 pounds of weight that I had gained, having my beautiful, three beautiful girls. We worked out together almost every day, and the only thing that they were doing that I wasn't was running. So right then, I decided that I would give running some serious consideration and some serious effort. Amy and Angie were my two friends who were always on the treadmill next to me, and they pushed me, more like I suppose encouraged me, but at the time it felt like they were being really mean and pushing me. They pushed me and encouraged me every day from January until the April race. And in the process, I dropped that 50 pounds from January through June of that year as running became part of my lifestyle. Now, I can get a bit obsessive when I find something that I like. And now that I suddenly loved running, that was all I wanted to do. I was getting most of my information and training knowledge from more experienced runners and getting myself into situations where I was having these stupid competitions with friends over daily and weekly running mileage. It would be a conversation like this. How far did you run today? Oh, you ran six? And in my head, I would say, well, then I need to run seven. Or 
you had a 35 mile week. Well, I guess I better run 36 so that I can beat you. And that was absolutely not a smart way to train. And so I spent a lot of time over the next few years as an injured runner, more time on the couch and at home, more time on the elliptical than actually running because I wasn't making smart decisions about my training. But at the same time, I did want to learn more about running so that I could stop being hurt all the time. And so that I could do what I love, which at this point was officially running. About that time, Newton running was doing this thing where they were taking their shoes on the road and they would partner with a running store and show up at a park with a trunk full of gym bags that were packed with Newtons. Newton was the new kid on the block and their shoes had much less heel than what people were accustomed to. And they were doing clinics where people could try on the shoes and learn about good running form at the same time. So one of my friends had heard about this and told me, and so I went to this clinic. And Danny Abshire, who is one of the founders of Newton, was the one who did our clinic in Kansas City at that time. And I felt so fortunate to get some great quality time with him learning about running. And then he told us that they had a running form certification course. And I was so excited because finally, I was intrigued by what he had shown us that day. And I wanted more. I knew that this was going to be the solution to my problems. And so I told my friends that we had to go to Boulder once it was offered. And it was probably about a year later that the course was ready and a group of four of us from my gym went out to learn about running from running form from Newton Running. And while we were there, we also took a course offered by the Lydiard Foundation. And I was blown away. Where had this information been all of my new running life? Why wasn't anyone teaching this? I was thrilled because I finally had the knowledge to train in a way that would keep me from getting injured. And I went into this training, this, these courses, thinking that I only wanted it to help myself so that I could become a stronger runner who wasn't always injured. But once I saw the power in this information, I knew I needed to become a coach because I wanted to share all of this fabulous information, all this great stuff that I had just learned that at the time, there really wasn't anybody doing a lot of talking about running form and smart training. Now, since that time, there is a lot more information available to us online, and there are a lot more people in charge of running groups who actually know what they are doing and who are taking care to help runners find balance and train in ways that make them smarter or make them stronger rather than beating up their bodies. And I have stayed hungry to continue learning. I'm constantly reading, attending workshops, getting new certifications, talking to others in the industry so that the information I bring to my clients is up to date and accurate. And I just love that my desire to coach came about my curiosity that I talked about at the beginning of this podcast, wanting just curious, what am I doing wrong and how can I improve? And then I learned some things that I just was amazed by and wanted to share. So that is kind of the start of how I became a coach. But the story of how I decided to start this podcast would not be complete without one final story for you. And that is three summers ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. 
at a time when I was probably in the best shape of my life. It was right in the middle of triathlon season when I found a dimple on my left breast and began a whirlwind of testing and scans and doctor's appointments. This dimple was so tiny that every doctor who looked at me just, their jaws dropped. It turns out the cancer actually was on a mammogram that I had had nine months before, but it was missed. And here I found this tiny dimple that looked more like a speck of cellulite. And I found it on my own by the grace of God. As the light hit me just right in front of the mirror as I turned to get into the shower one morning. And really, at my age, I could have just assumed it was cellulite and and just, you know, that things are sagging because I'm getting up there in age. But I was smart and I decided to get it checked out. And that began this crazy, crazy what's unfolded over the last three years of my life. I'm sure pieces of this story will pop up on the podcast So just to keep this story short for today, fitness saved my life and it set me up for a much easier treatment experience. As a triathlete, I had developed the pain tolerance and work ethic of an athlete. I came out of my surgery from the bilateral mastectomy and they asked me how my pain was. And I joked that it wasn't much worse than how my ribs hurt after the bike crash I'd had a few weeks before. Now granted, I was on morphine but I was full of comparisons like that as I healed. And because I was in shape, I was cleared for even more movement early on, which meant that my body got the benefit of using exercise as medicine. And when it was time to undergo chemo and my bones and muscles and joints screamed in the days following treatment, because I was an exerciser, I knew that yoga would relieve the pain. I wasn't resistant to trying this form of exercise because I already knew about the benefits. And I knew that a little bit of yoga would make my life easier. And so on days when I could barely get up off the couch to walk, it just hurt so bad. And granted, that wasn't every day. It was just for the first few days after every chemo treatment, I would do this little yoga routine. It was a short one. I would do it a couple of times a day just so I could walk. Long story short, I believe in exercise. I've seen the value of exercise in my own life. And so I would like to close out this episode by saying that food and movement and being in nature and finding a social connection with people who love and support and appreciate you, all of these things are critical to our health. Even if you don't love any of these things right now, even if you never, ever want to run, I hope you will listen to more episodes of the podcast as I talk to people who have ideas to share on these topics. I call this podcast Power Up Your Performance because I think fitness, food, and friends, and fun are all critical when it comes to our performance in our life, in sports, and in our relationships, and at work. I plan to be on this earth for a long time so I can see my daughters graduate from college, follow their dreams, and win their Oscar and Tony Awards and so that I can play with my future grandchildren. I would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, give it some love, and then come back and learn along with me. Power up your performance and learn to think, feel, and live like a champion you are. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www dot crushing my goals 
gmail.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.